you know, I was trying really hard not to tweet stuff that would jinx us and live in live in shame for the rest of my life, but <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Actually Mates. <laughs> oh, this is an episode of Better Mates I never thought we'd record. <laughs> a, a, an episode with Battery uh, with Baby Shark introing us. Yeah, it took us a lot of a lot of time and money to get the rights to this song, which we totally have. <laughs> I know who this week's sponsor is. <laughs> Uh, how you doing? Oh, I'm great. <laughs> how are you? Battery Mates Nation is is like I've gotten like three or four messages today going like, "Hey, why wasn't there an emergency episode last night?" And I'm like, "Because we were <laughs> celebrating. We were literally processing it all." Um. Yeah. I mean, you. We were texting at. Uh, God, what was that? Must have been about three uh, thirty a.m. UK time, four yeah. o'clock UK time. Um, and you said, Hey, should we record a quick episode? And I, <laughs> I mean, I was pretty tired, but I also knew that I wouldn't be able to say much. Yeah. I, I just, I just, I just, I mean, we weren't recording at the time, but I cried while we were getting ready to even record this episode, let alone <laughs> actually talk about it. So I don't think I would have been that good this morning. I hope that the reflective nature of this episode makes up for the uh non-rapid response <laughs> nature of it yeah i um i also think like we would have had to wait a while because i wanted to watch all the celebrations and the awards being given out and the speeches and whatnot i i, th- I thought that was all really cool um and it only happens once a year uh i don't know i and i yeah it's i didn't really want to be recording that, during those those moments so no, no. And, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm this week I'm very jet lagged. I'm working election hours at work and I have a small child. And so <laughs> I, I wasn't I wasn't fully awake for every single pitch of the game. And so I spent, you know, four o'clock to five o'clock a.m. UK time watching replays from stuff that I'd missed during the game. So I kind of had a, a back to front um, uh, view of of what happened during the game. Um, <laughs> I'm, yeah, it's uh. So for those of you just tuning in um, and maybe didn't see the news, um, the Nationals won the World Series. The Nationals are the world champions. Do we need, do we need the breaking news jingle there? <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you stop that in later? Yeah, we'll, we'll throw that in. <laughs> The Washington Nationals are the 2019 world champions. You're the world champions until there's another one, and the the rate our world is going, there may not be another one. This might be the you might be the world champions in perpetuity. Yeah, 
but uh yeah, we we're, we're the we're the last world champions under a Donald Trump presidency. Is that Oh. <laughs> I see what you're doing there. Yeah, you got uh, there. You got there in the end. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it took me a minute. And I'm not even the jet lagged one. Uh, what's so you um, now that you've had about six waking hours, <laughs> ten waking hours to think about this. What what is it like? What is this like? Tell me what it's like. Because now you know we, the premise of the show was I was going to tell you a lot of things about baseball and how things are, but now you've crossed a threshold that I I have not been to. Uh, and I don't just don't know what it's like. Um, so tell me, fill me in. Um, it's it's really good. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, um, it's it's really really good. It's. Uh, I thought I would be more joyful than than I am. Um, but I've just found the whole thing uh, overwhelming. I've yeah. just found it really overwhelming. Um, this, because of this season, um, uh, just the just the kind of storyline of the year starting out so badly, and not just playing badly and a few injuries here and there, but you know, absolutely fundamental problems with the bullpen, and then injuries. Uh, you know, just an absolutely brutal start. And then uh, they come back all the way through the season to make the wild card, coming from behind in the wild card, breaking the NLDS uh, curse and beating the Dodgers from behind. Uh, the sweep of the Cardinals was like the most boring bit of the of the postseason. And then to come from <laughs> behind against um, Houston... I'm going to call them Houston now that we've beaten them in the World Series. That's the end of that. Uh, that's the end of that in joke. Um, I just found it really moving, and so many of the players, um, the storylines from from each of them, all the way from the people that are getting the headlines like uh, Strauss and Scherzer and 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 Soto and Rendon, through to some of the lesser known players, but people who I've spent a lot of time thinking about and watching and talking about Michael A. Taylor, um, uh, Annabelle Sanchez this year. Um, uh, as Drupal Cabrera has been part of my life like three different times yeah. uh, over the last five or six years. Um, it's just a very, very, the whole thing is very, very cool um, for, for this year. But also it's kind of brought to... Um, uh, um you know i i i watched i went first went to a baseball game in 2008 um because my friend seth uh thought i liked america so much that i would just like baseball even if i didn't like baseball <laughs> and i didn't know enough about the game to understand that the nationals were literally the worst team in baseball and i've been to watch them play every year since then in 15 different stadiums a um, couple of dozen times a year in in my good years but um, regularly over 90 100 games a season on tv when i lived far away um, and uh, being a nationals fan and and um, being a baseball fan is 
it's part of um, something that's really special to me, which is uh, my connection with America and and what America has given me and and made as being becoming a part of me. And winning last night um, has just really brought home to me how much of a of a part, you know, sports is never just sports. Um, uh, uh, football and Norwich City is 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 completely entwined with my family and where I'm from, and baseball is completely entwined with um, who I've become over the last ten years. And you know, it, it, it's good to win the world championship, but it's also good to realize um, just how good how good life can be. Sometimes, you know, it's um, hmm. it's really special. Um, I think if you if you haven't experienced anything like that with sports, you I probably sound like an absolute maniac at the moment. <laughs> but I hope that some people who do have a close connection with sports uh, uh, understand what I'm saying enough to think that I haven't completely lost my mind with sleep <laughs> deprivation. Yeah, not completely. You know, I and even someone like I've never, you know. Uh, Cleveland's won very famously one championship in 54 years, 55 years. Um, and I, I got, I have a little sense of, you know, even when you, part of this, what you're describing is, was true before you won yesterday, right? Like a big part of it. Um, yesterday just puts it in like, it takes it from what a magical season this was. And wow. Like the piece about how, this is shows you how life good life can be. That part was there. Um, it just puts it in like another level. I didn't know you didn't know existed. And I, I didn't right. Like I didn't, I didn't, I don't, I got a little taste of that with the, when the Cavs won in 2016 um, and, and start and dreaming a little bit about what that might be like for, for the, the Cleveland's um, when they went up three to one and, two, and later that later that year. Um, but uh, I, I, I can't – I understand exactly what you're saying in terms of it's – it's not a sheer joy, everything's great moment. It's a like really I, – I imagine it's just entirely your ball of 75 different emotions, right? Yeah. I mean I enjoy watching uh, Harry Kendrick hit a, uh, a two-run homer off the foul pole. I enjoy – uh, watching uh, Strasbourg, uh, sorry, Scherzer, uh come in on the uh, you know um, quarter zone shot in his back to to pitch five innings and get out of trouble in every single one of them. I enjoy um, you know uh, giant dingers uh, into those fucking stupid things in front of the train tracks. I enjoy all of those <laughs> things. It was a very enjoyable game of sport. Yeah, but sports isn't isn't just sports and i think you're 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 right i would have you know this is something i've always felt um and would have if we had lost last night and i would have been philosophically saying um similar things but maybe with less emotion but i think the the uh the joy of winning and the 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 joy that i see from all of the other fans i've spent the last uh, six months on Twitter and on this podcast and you know everything else that is part of being a fan nowadays, um, 
has just really has just really tipped me over the edge. It's it's um <laughs> it's it's an incredible it's an incredibly good feeling. It's an it's an incredibly good feeling. And the the other thing that's really good for me, it the last time I felt like this was when we were on those uh, stupid little trolley buses from uh, OFA HQ yeah. down to that party uh, um, on election night, where I f- I felt like uh, a page had been turned in my life because we had done that and f- forever yep. I would have been part of that. And I'm not obviously part of the Nationals uh, win in the same way that I was uh, had a small part in in the win in 2012. But I know that I will be able to to savor. Uh, the emotions of this month and the enjoyment of today for the rest of my life. Yep. And if we never win another World Series, you, you can't take this feeling away from me. And I think that's fucking great. I think that's fucking great too. That 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 moment on the trolleys is exactly what I thought of um, when I tried to compare what. Actually, when I tried to compare that moment to, I tried to explain why that moment was such a big moment in my life. I said, like, literally, Kyle Rush was spraying people with champagne <laughs> uh, on my trolley. And I was being, it was like we were in a clubhouse. We just won a championship. And I was like, my team's never done that. They may never do that. But I got to experience what that's kind of what that's like um, in that moment. Um, yeah, there's like some moments that you, just have, you always have as like, well, some of the best things, you know, the best things that have happened file, you know. Yeah, I do one 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 sort of uh, asterisk on the whole experience is that uh, forever when I you know t- talk about it or or tell my grandkids, um, I will have to include that I was lying in bed in my pajamas watching on a <laughs> iPad Mini rather than uh, you know there or in a bar with my buddies or or wherever else. It was a that is definitely a, a weird angle to this uh, whole thing. Well, we got we got to talk about when you were actually with in a bar with your buddies, and when you were at the game with your buddies um, and the teams. Um, but what, quickly, let's talk about Game Seven because we've talked about the other games. We haven't talked about um, what was in in until the end one of the most tense baseball games I've watched in a long time. I was so nervous, um, and I my t- <laughs> I really didn't have a lot at stake. Um, but it, it just had the feeling of one of those games that was just going to be just not, not fun. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe it's cause I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a long way away and, um, you know, in bed in the middle of the night. Um, but I, I think it's actually more to do with the fact that we lost those three straight games at the weekend when I was in DC and that definitely felt like. You know, I basically spent all weekend uh, talking with uh, 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 Steve Coopin, who I was staying with, and um, who's kind of you know the uh, he he, t- he kind of taught me the 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 he taught me baseball, both the rules and and the meaning of it, and uh, so it was really uh, great to to spend this weekend with him. And uh, we spent the whole time talking about how it was so great we'd made it and the result wasn't that important and it was just great to be there. And, you know, we'd, we definitely had, like, uh, um, emotionally rationalized ourselves into losing 4-2 to uh, in Game 6, not even having a Game 7. So there was no tension for me. I, I kind of was... I, I'd kind of... 
I was operating on a very intense version of house money. Um, but also we, it, you know, even in those games in DC, I, I didn't really worry that much because we have been coming from behind so often. So when Scherzer gave up that run early on, I just kind of thought, well, we've got them right where we want them. Yeah. Uh, and, and so it proved, uh, so, uh, you know, it's kind of right in that regard, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, it just didn't, never felt that tense at any point because I wasn't, I wasn't really scared of losing. I think I said this on the, the little mini preview we did. I, I'm, I'm, I just, I just got to a point in this world series where I wasn't scared of losing. So it wasn't that tension. It was, uh, just enjoying it for what it was. That's great. I mean, I was every, and it did seem like, I don't know if it was every inning, but it did seem like every inning that Scherzer was in trouble and they were on the cusp of just breaking the game open. Like it felt like it could go any minute. Um, they had, they had runners um, in, in every, in every inning. They left, they left nine runners on base uh, while Scherzer was pitching. My God. Yeah. That, that, that says a lot. Um, but, uh, and then, you know, I, we don't have to unpack the managerial decisions at all, but the decision to take Granky out when they did, um, the decision not to bring in Garrett Cole, who may or may not have been available, but um, certainly seemed available. Can we have a, a very quick, like, 30-second diversion? Maybe you can put a little uh, jingly music under this, and we can talk about how much of a dick Garrett Cole was <laughs> in the post-game post, uh, press conference. What a fucking crybaby. I didn't see it at all. I've only seen tweets. What what happened? He... he num- so, three things. Number one, he... Um, when he was asked if he would talk by the um, Houston uh, PR, he said, "Well, I'm not an I'm not an employee of the Astros anymore. I'm a free agent, so I, I don't have to talk on behalf of the organization." Uh, secondly, he's when he said, oh, "You know, okay, I'll I'll speak on behalf of myself." He put on a Scott Boris Corporation uh, cap and You're refused to wear. Me. No, no, he's wearing a Scott Boris Corporation hat. And then uh, the answers what? he gives. I mean, I get it. He's he's raw. He um, he wanted to pitch, and they just lost the World Series. But the answers he gives are, I mean, he. I think he's going to look back on that in a few years' time or later in life and just think, ah, oh, God, I wish I, I wish there weren't cameras there when I was that peak dickhead. I did not know about the Scott Boris Corporation. It, it was. I mean, you don't need to know anything else about that entire thing. Don't even go and watch the the clip if you haven't seen it already. Just know that he wore a Boris Corporation hat, and that's all you need to take away. What an asshole! Like, it's, think about think about the fans that are also heartbroken. You know, you just lost the World Series, um, and you are there. You were one of the heroes of the team. You may not owe it to the organization, but. And I would argue you're still employed by the organization, but you know who knows? Maybe maybe the contract literally runs out when the last out happens on open on uh, in the game seven of the World Series. But my God, you owe it to the fans. Yeah, it was it was it was it was bad. It was bad. Anyway, diversion over. Um, I mean the 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 yeah, the weird thing was for all of the absolute disaster shit show nature of our bullpen i think we had the worst bullpen in the entire major leagues until like july Mm. or something absolutely nuts 
this postseason has been a very relaxing bullpen time um, because we've been managing the use of our starting pitching out of the bullpen incredibly well. And for all the shit David Martinez took during the year for being a bad manager, he managed in the postseason exquisitely, <laughs> making almost no mistakes whatsoever and out-managing people much, much more experienced than him. Absolutely phenomenal. The, the, the later innings of the game are the innings in this postseason when we've scored the most runs and where we have uh, uh, held on to, uh, got leads and held on to them with uh, Corbin and Doolittle and, and Hudson. And we got to the eighth inning last night. I was at that point extremely awake and just completely <laughs> chill. And I just, I just felt like, you know, they're going to get it. They're going to get it. Would, would, you know, I was trying really hard not to tweet stuff that would jinx us and live in, live in shame for the rest of my life. But <laughs> I just felt like we, we'd done it and I haven't felt like that in the regular season at all. So I was, pre- I thought it was a pretty chill game nine, I pre- uh, game seven. I really appreciate your uh, tension on my behalf. Maybe that was why I didn't feel any tension. You were taking it all up for me. <laughs> and maybe you just had faith in better inmates, nation's thoughts and prayers. I mean, that's, <clears throat> it works every time, every time we've asked for it, I think. Yeah. I think maybe seven out of eight times we we tweeted that this this um, postseason it has come. Well, the Nationals went five and zero oh in elimination games, uh, and that can only be down to batch mates. It really, I mean, you start eliminating possibilities, and it pretty quickly it comes down to just like battery mates and and uh, maybe Scott Mulhauser. We'll get to that in a second. Um, yeah, we'll get we'll get to Scott Mulhauser. Should we, oh, should, yeah. we, should we take a quick word from our sponsor and then come back and talk about anything else you want to talk about? Yeah. yeah. Okay. This episode of Battery Mates is brought to you by Uline Waterproof Protective Plastic Sheeting. Now mostly safe for in-home use. Whether you're in a clubhouse full of alcohol-soaked athletes or just want to see what it's like to spray champagne all over your living room, you need Uline to keep your valuables safe and dry. Please keep Uline waterproof protective plastic sheeting away from children 5 and under and pets with hearing issues. Don't use Uline waterproof protective plastic sheeting to line bed sheets and don't inhale heavily while using the product. Uline waterproof protective plastic sheeting. Available wherever you buy industrial plastic sheeting. Thanks so much for our sponsor this week. You know, honestly, um, we... uh, we really couldn't afford the intro um, for this episode without you. So, um, and uh, and honestly, if it wasn't for your contributions, we wouldn't have been able to make um, several parlay bets about the World Series. Um, Uh, we, we bought it. We might as well use it. Actually, we get charged per per play. Um, oh, so geez, sorry, yeah, I just so, edit that out. We'll, we'll, need, we'll need another uh, advertisement. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but so wait, you were in? You were you attended a World Series game? Yeah, I attended a World Series game, and I tell you what, um, uh, aforementioned Coopin texted me last night and said. Uh, that his his wife had said the first thing that after they after we'd clinched, 
she said to him, I'm so happy for Matthew that the trip to DC now isn't wasted. (laughs) (laughs) We won the first two games and I flew over in a state of extreme excitement. I flew over on Friday. Um, uh, Excitement, also tension, because um, this is kind of a constitutional crisis in the UK at the moment. And um, uh, I thought they were going to call an election while I was on the plane. Um, but you know, just before I got on the plane, I talked to my boss, and he was kind of like, I, you know, I think there's only a, like a ten percent chance it happens this afternoon. Um, and when I got on the plane, I looked at United's Wi-Fi packages and decided that thirty-one dollars wasn't uh, a good enough, uh, pro- uh, you know, ten percent chance. Thirty-one dollars was too much money to spend. <laughs> so I was kind of anxious about what the what the news was going to be when I landed, but it was it was no news, which is good news. I went straight to. Uh, uh, Cooper's house drop off my bags and then went into town. I didn't have tickets on Friday night, so I went to like a an outdoor like a uh, watch party. They had a, a jumbotron uh, set up. I fucking love the word jumbotron. You don't have that in Europe. <laughs> um, uh, so we watched outside. Um, jet lag kind of got the better of me towards the end. We played very badly. It was a it was a sleepy game, and I was a a sleepy person. But it was kind of fun to hang out with um, a few people. Ezra, who you know from mm-hmm. HFA, and and Agnes um, were very kind enough to keep me company, keep me awake. Um, that was that was cool. And then Saturday, I just went down to the the um, navy yard around you know, mm-hmm. the navy yeah. yard area of DC, and um, went down there basically in time for lunch and just hung around. And it was mayhem. I mean, it was as crowded at, at like 2 p.m. <laughs> as it gets uh, five minutes before the game when everyone's trying to rush from work to get there. All the bars were kind of crowded, and uh, it was really, really cool. Really, really great atmosphere. Um, and it's uh, oh, really cool story. I completely forgot to tell you this. So it's the first time you're hearing this. Um, some British Nationals fans um I'd, you know we kind of talk with other nationals fans and a couple of, of mega mega nationals fans uh were trying to get over to the to one of the games and couldn't make it and uh, someone who's part of the kind of they call them the half street crew they're kind of uh, a group of ultra nationals fans said well if you can't make it we're going to get together some like i don't know care packages of <laughs> souvenirs and 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 shit like that and asked if i would carry them back to the uk for me uh, for them um so you have to pay postage and everything else and we were dming and she was kind of like oh you know come and find me at, at, at 5 p.m and i was kind of like uh you know i'm gonna be at a bar i'm gonna be wanting to drink i'm gonna find this random strange person and you know get all of this stuff from them and then carry it around all afternoon and i don't know i was kind of a bit ticked off about it but also thought i'd want someone to do that for me if i couldn't go over to the game and um i went and found this woman and she was the nicest person. She was absolute. She's been a season ticket holder from the beginning of um, the Nationals coming back to DC, and she'd got me like a souvenir World Series uh, a tankard, a beer yeah. tankard to say thank you for for doing this. And she'd uh, brought um, uh, a, a, some of her spare rally towels to give me because mm-hmm. I, I absolutely love rally towels <laughs> and um we just sat and chatted for a while she's had the same tickets for a long time and she was telling me about different home runs that have been hit into that section and um it was a really really cool 
um chat and um she bought me like a, a nationals backpack to put the uh the stuff that she was <laughs> giving to these uh these british nationals fans and it was a really really nice um uh uh, uh cool 20 minutes um uh, the stuff is a little heavy though and i had to carry it back so it wasn't all good news <laughs> but, um, but then the game itself was um you know it wasn't a great game honestly and um a combination of jet lag and alcohol meant i was struggling by the by the end of it and then we lost and we lost game five as well and so i came out of this weekend in dc thinking i'm glad i went i'm glad i had the experience um being there is is part of this season but god i wish it wasn't so shit (laughs) (laughs) it was really it was i mean it wasn't so much that we lost the games is that nothing much happened no. in the games no you <laughs> um, scored one run in each so, game right uh sorry one run scored in each game you scored the Nats. Yeah. yeah 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 and you know it wasn't even like you know game three we left 12 players in running uh uh sorry uh, 12 runners in scoring position game four which i was at we didn't really even have uh much of that um and they they took a, a sizable lead by the seventh so it, it, you know it kind of wasn't really there wasn't really much in it yeah uh but it doesn't matter anymore i mean the <laughs> the fact that we uh we got swept at home and i flew uh 7000 miles round trip uh to to see us uh you know you know basically uh fall asleep on the field and me falling asleep in the stands uh that's part of the story um and thank god we won because otherwise i'd be forever and ever and ever justifying why i spent just so much money to go all of that (laughs) and uh and and see us uh see us lose i had a i had an offer of a ticket for the nlcs and i thought no we're gonna win this i know we're gonna win this i want to go to a world series game uh so uh thank god that we uh we clinched last night otherwise (laughs) forever it would be a a bit of an embarrassing story i thought yeah (laughs) i thought i had this thought i I just heard to me um I just thought it popped into my head last night um, that, you know, the fact that we launched this this podcast with a half-hearted attempt at empathy with someone whose team had just lost the World Series, I wondered <laughs> if we had destined ourselves to both experiencing such devastating losses in in quick succession <laughs> uh, as part of this podcast. Uh, and this is this is obviously when you guys were down. Um, but I uh, had started to formulate that that in my head as a as a possible theory that we have jinxed ourselves, and how how poignant is that? How could we get out of it? Yeah, how do we how do we undo this? Um, actually, that was my favorite tweet from last night: is that um, World Series, seven game World Series, in which um, no home team wins a game, uh, seems like a really good way to close whatever uh, fucked up portal was opened up by the Cubs winning in twenty sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty great uh so hopefully that that portal i mean in that portal whatever alternate por- portal opened up in on november 2nd 2016 um has been awful and maybe this is the beginning of the end of the closing of that portal let's just hope it is um because something has gone very very right for once um i also want to point out something I, I alluded to a little earlier um Maybe the bigger news of the Nationals winning the World Series, um, even bigger, I would say, is that we have a for the first time in Battery Mates history have a perfect 
preseason predictions contest prediction. Scott Mulhauser <clears throat> nailed it. Got everything right. Um, and I don't know if we need to pile on with an extra prize. Probably not. I mean, let's be honest. But we don't. We don't have an extra prize. <laughs> I've got a funny story about that in a second. <laughs> but wow, um, literally just, perfect. Literally so let's, perfect. let's just go through this. He he predicted the the uh, the exact number of wins that his team, the mm -hmm. Washington Nationals, yep. uh, would get. Yep. He predicted that they would make the postseason correctly. Yes. He predicted the exact uh, teams who made the World Series, the, the Washington Nationals and the Houston Astros. Yep. And he predicted the correct winner That's of right. the World Series. But do you know what? I don't know if you know this. Not only did he get every single part of the Battery Mates prediction contest right, he's also a Washington Nationals fan. And he was also at Game 7 last night You're to witness them. You're fucking kidding me. In a way, you could say that Scott Mulhauser has not only had a perfect Battery Mates prediction contest, he's had a perfect baseball season. Um, also, I'm uh, almost convinced now that he's from the future. He knew this was going to happen. <laughs> There's, this is no other explanation for this. He, he flew to Houston to go to the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't do I, that unless you know something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is highly suspect. He also he also um, got uh, flights that uh, didn't have him landing in Houston until six forty p.m. So he knew that the traffic was going to be fine and he'd make the game on time. You're, what the Jesus? I mean, I want to. I I kind of want to know what's going to happen with the impeachment. I want to know <laughs> uh, how Elizabeth Warren's second term will go. I want to know, you know, whether climate change is reversible. Like, we should get him on the next... We should get him on an episode and ask him all of these questions about the, the next 50, 60 years of our lives. It's whatever the exact opposite of half-hearted attempted empathy is, is that segment. <laughs> Please tell us excitedly about the future. <laughs> um, but, well, uh, I mean, yeah. The, the, only, the, only, the only problem for him is, is that... Um, in terms of finding a, a prize, we try and have a, um, a prize that is both political and, and baseball. In the last couple of years, it's been a, a signed baseball uh, from, a, from a politician of, of one form or another. Um, I was kind of struggling with getting this year's contest. And one of my ideas was, well, Scott Mulhausen knows loads of politicians and yeah. staffers. Maybe he can help us get a prize together. So, uh, Scott, we will be in touch <laughs> both to arrange the delivery of your prize and to ask for your help in acquiring a prize to deliver. Let's talk. I, let's, let's let's connect offline on this. I have some ideas. Um, but uh, my God, that's a <laughs> that's a really fun turn of events. Um, well, it, I, I don't want to I don't want to cut this short. Um, but I know that you're running on fumes, and it's about to be um, uh, trick or treat time here in Chicago. Um, yeah. What? Uh, any last thoughts for Battery Mates Nation? Um, I, no, no. I'm gonna gonna try and get through this really quickly so I don't get all emotional again. But I do want to give a really uh, big shout out to uh, those people who chipped in towards the cost of my uh, trip at the weekend. Um, uh, it was hugely appreciated. I uh, I I'd still owe um, Ross. Um, who is a Houston fan, and and Madeline, their uh, their requests. Ross um, 
requested that I post a photo of myself on Instagram with a an, a Houston cap on that says and uh, with the caption Ghost Rose. Uh, I'm I'm still committed to doing that. Um, I probably feel better about doing it today than I would have <laughs> um, if the result had gone the other way. Uh, Madeline asked her, uh, for me to dance. Um, uh, that sounds weird saying it like that. Um, <laughs> But uh, I will I will be posting a video of me doing the requested dance at some point. But I just really appreciate that, and I really appreciate all of the tweets. I I feel like a lot of people had um, fun through my childlike uh, enjoyment of this series and and uh, postseason, and um, it's been really fun to uh, you know you kind of kind of feel pretty lonely as a baseball fan in in Britain. No one gives two shits. <laughs> uh what what's going on in the baseball world and um it's meant a lot to uh have people um kind of joining in with me online um it's it's been really appreciated and has really added to my uh enjoyment and my homesickness so uh a double-edged sword i guess but i (laughs) I do really appreciate it yeah I, i can i can speak from experience that it's been extremely fun to um witness this run uh vicariously i mean honestly it's it's i wonder almost if the world championship isn't entirely valid because you haven't beaten the other team that won 93 games this season Uh, (laughs) in the playoff setting i know you literally swept us the days before the playoffs began but um so maybe that counts but if we uh, hadn't swept if we you realize if we hadn't swept you we would we would have had a worse record than you guys no i know i well well aware oh oh, you've you've thought about that i've thought about that quite a bit lay lay awake at night staring at the fan um Uh, yeah well i I, uh the, the 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 big downside of of the world series um uh, uh, coming to an end. Whoever wins it is that it is the last game of the baseball season. Yeah. Um, we're gonna. Um, uh, uh, this is the latest in the year that I've ever googled when pitchers and catchers report. Uh, <laughs> but we will we will look that up. We're gonna carry on doing postseason games, probably not quite as regularly. But um, I know there's a ton of activity on the Nationals horizon. I'm sure there is for Cleveland as well. But I also I'd love for us to use the um, close season to uh, uh, get back to doing a few interviews and um, catch up on some half-hearted attempt at, attempts at empathy that we've wanted to do and haven't really had the time or um, mental space to do especially over the last six weeks but uh we won't be going away but we will be going a bit quieter yeah you're going to be busy uh we're all going to be a little busier but uh, and there won't be a lot of baseball news to talk about but we will uh have a you know a a preview of the hot stove um which if if it's anything if it's anything like last year um very not hot for a solid two and a half months but We'll see. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe we'll reflect on, we'll have more thoughts on this season uh, as we move forward. I know there are uh, plenty of, plenty of things to talk about. And honestly, like you're the, you're the reigning champion. So I think you get to, to pick and, and make requests of people. <laughs> I think that's how that works. Um, yeah. To make right, demands. Well, <laughs> before we, uh, before we shag those balls, I just want to say one, one last thing, uh, which is that this episode and in fact, this season of battery mates, um, is dedicated to Bryce Harper. R.I.P. <laughs> Let's shag those balls. <laughs> shag those balls.